Hi, I'm Ewan Blakey, Senior Pastor of Oasis Church. I hope this message gives you hope and helps you take your next step on your Christian journey. We'd love to invite you to come and see us in person at 10 a.m. on Sundays or join us live every Sunday on YouTube. For more info, visit our website, oasischurchperth.com. Uh, my name's Matt, part of the uh, team here, and um, I'm kicking off, as Christy said, the time after time uh, series, time after time. And uh, Murari says that, um, uh, that I, I have no concept of time, um, so uh, I'm not sure if I'm the right person for this this morning. She also says um, I have no sense of direction as well, but that's, that's something else. Um, <laughs> But yeah, oh, what a great time of worship this morning, hey? Oh man, getting lost in worship. Um, we want to do it His way, right? We want to do it His way. Man, I believe that faith is rising in this place, in our hearts, because uh, there's a people that are going, hey, I want to do it His way. I want to do it His way. And um, we want to we we lean in this morning to the heart of God. So I've got a word for you this morning. And um, so time time. Uh, I've, I looked up on Google um, how much time we spent each, uh, each activity in our lives. We, we spend uh, a third of our lives in bed, uh, 33 years, um, 26 years sleeping. This is in the space of our entire life. 26 years sleeping and, and seven years trying to get to sleep. So in total, 33 years, a third of our life. Isn't that amazing? Um, working. We spend 13 years of our lives, 13 years and two months to be ex- exact, for 4,821 days working. Eating. Anyone want to guess how much time we spend eating? How many years? Uh, four years, six months of our lives is spent eating. Holidaying, we spend three years and one month. So three years out of our entire lives, if you add it all up. Exercising, now I'm, my, mine's probably going to be less than this, but um, one year and four months. Some of you might, might end up doing more years than that because I know there's some people that love exercising. Um, school. Now, this one surprised me. Um, For primary school and secondary school, uh, 334 days. Even though it's a big part of our, uh, you know, uh, upbringing, it's not actually that much time that we spend in school, really, when you add it all up. Uh, We spend 235 days when you add it up in queues, lining up in queues. That's a lot of time. What a waste of time, eh? Um, Getting ready. Getting ready to go places, women spend, yeah, yeah, 136 days. And men spend just 46 days. It's a lot less. What a waste of time. <laughs> as, as, uh, on the toilet, guys spend 92 days of their lives on the toilet. Yeah, and women spend about half that time. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> amen. Amen. Anyone, anyone get an amen for that one? <clears throat> well, time after time. Time has an origin. 
time has an origin. And in Genesis, in the beginning, God created everything. And Genesis reveals that time, space, and history have a beginning. Uh, God is the supernatural, eternal creator of everything that can be seen and can't be seen. And, and God is outside of time. And Isaiah 57 says, um, uh, it just mentions in there, he inhabits eternity. He's outside of time. So when we apply um, the term to God, eternal, which I'm going to be using a lot today, eternal, it doesn't mean a long, long, long time. It, uh, it actually means outside of time, in eternity. He's, he's eternal. Um, he's outside of time altogether. And uh, in the Bible, um, Moses in the Psalms, in Psalm 90, he, he says that a thousand years is like a, like a day to God. And Peter repeats that um, in the New Testament, that, um, uh, that same, that same uh, you know, phrasing. Um, and uh, this is just a metaphor. Because he's outside of time, you know, it's just, it's just trying to relate to us who are inside of time, you know, what, what, what it's like. It's like, you know, a, a thousand of our days is like just a, a day for God. It's, it's, it's just relays, something that we can relate to. Um, so we can understand God's timeless nature. Let's, um, let's read uh, James 4 verse 13. It's going to be up on the screen. Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. <clears throat> Our life is a mist, a vapor, a fog. It's here and it, and it vanishes. It's, um, it's only here momentarily. It's a short time. And um, in Peter, in Peter... Um, uh, 124 says, All people are like grass, and their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, and the flowers fall. Now, um, I'm sorry, you guys thought you were going to get a pick me up message this morning, and you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Hey, you know, we're not going to be here long, and, and, and you're withering, and uh, <clears throat> so um, I've, I've, got a, I've got a little visual aid here. And um, I, I saw um, Francis Chan do this, so I thought, hey, I, 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 that'd be cool to do. I think I think uh, Christy might have done this a while back. I think I've got a rope here. You guys might have seen this before. And um, this this rope goes on and on and on, like just on. It's So this here, this red part here, this uh, is our life, our short time here on this earth and this part here this never-ending part here it goes on and on you believe me when i say that that is eternity okay and um over here just over here this, this is where i was born 1985 in lewisham london and uh this is here in a couple of years later moved uh 
to Australia. And um, this is here when I started going to school, just over here. This is here when in uh, 93 when I came second uh, in the primary school second uh, spelling bee. So uh, I only just missed out by one word. But it's cool. It's cool. Second's not bad out of the whole primary school. Um, over here, around here is when I discovered rap music. Um, uh, over here, continued, um, high, went to high school. Here's where I won the um, 100 metres. Yeah, come on. Uh, didn't think I'd get any more glory for that, but uh, I thought that was done. But today, yeah, come on. I won the 100 metres. Um, yeah, come on. Here's, here's where I finished school. And oh, here's where I met Marari, just over here. I'm, I'm, I'm moving my hand, my finger just across here. Here's where I met Marari. And uh, here's where, we, where she forced me to go out with her. Um, and I'm um, still going. Here's uh, where we got married, 2008. Come on, here's where we had kids. Um, and uh, our last kid was four years ago, so moving, moving along. And uh, yeah, here's today, just right over here. I'm preaching on time, and God and time, and you and me, and our, our time is a mist on earth. And um, around here, uh, probably maybe give it about 10 years, I might start getting into marathons, I reckon. You know, midlife, start exercising a bit more. Um, here's, um, I don't know, uh, maybe the kids might get married around here, maybe, I reckon. Yeah. Here's um, when we have some grandkids. Sweet. Here's, uh, also, here's um, I reckon uh, we might, I don't know, we might holiday a bit more just over here. Um, might go around Australia, maybe. That sounds good, yeah. Well, uh, keep going. I should have gone with the increments a bit more, but because uh, I got a bit more, I'm going to live a long life. Um, anyway, here's, here's my latter years, my latter years, and I, I'm not sure the, um, the, the date of when I die. But I did, I did see some, uh, some questionnaires on Facebook that you can fill out and they give you when you're going to die. So, so you guys can do that if you want a virus. Um, but uh, so here's, here's, when I, here's when I die right there. So um, that's it right there. And it's done. And then eternity. So it's really not that long in comparison to eternity, because that goes on and on and on and on. And uh, I love what Francis Chan says. He says, um, people accuse me of going overboard in preparing for my first 10 million years in eternity. In my opinion, people go overboard in worrying about their last 10 years on earth, their retirement. And uh, that's, that's, that's what it's all about, hey, in life, you know, just doing, you know, the hustle, the grind and, you know, paying it off, paying off the mortgage and then so we can just enjoy the last, um, last years of our lives. But, you know, I believe God wants to get us a perspective on, on how to consider this time here on earth. Life is like a mist. You know, um, who thought about their age this week? 
Is anybody? Put your hand up. Let's be honest. I actually thought about my age this week. You know, looked in the mirror. You know, far out. I'm, I think. I think it doesn't matter what age you are. You think about your age. My my little my little ones are like. I can't believe I'm. You know, nine. I can't believe I'm. You know, approaching forty. And you know, I don't. I, don't, I think we're always going to be like that. Hey, we're kind of faced with our. Uh, you know, with with this this time that we're we're here, and and the Bible Bible has a lot to say about this. The Bible has so much to say about this. Our life is like a mist, and nobody makes it out here alive. Nobody makes it. Sorry again, I'm I'm uh, you know, <laughs> encouraging sermon and all. Um, actually, in this past week, I had two family members, um, the anniversary of their passing. And, um, you know, one six months ago, one, another one two years ago, and both of them, it was quite sudden. They're, they're passing. They're passing on into eternity. And, um, and it's really confronting. It's, uh, it's hard thinking about these things. And, and, um, but there's some truths that I'm going to share that, um, that I believe we need to be reminded of. You know, every single second that we're here in, in this place, someone in the world is passing into eternity, and that's the truth. And it's not in the Bible, but uh, it pretty much says this, tomorrow is not promised. And, um, you know, this we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't even know what's going to happen after this service. Uh, this could be one of, you know, our... One of our last services it could be my last service. This could be your last service. We just don't know. We honestly don't know. Ecclesiastes said, God has put eternity in the human heart. Ecclesiastes 3.14. What does that mean? It means deep down inside, we understand intuitively that there is more to life. Amen? There's more to life. We know that deep down inside. And the temporary, the temporal things in life do not satisfy us deeply. It can't satisfy us. Sometimes we might feel that they do. And why, why do we sometimes feel that they might satisfy? It's because we see ourselves as temporary beings sometimes. We're looking at this side and we're thinking, this is all there is. So we, sometimes we think that... These temporal things like uh, relationships and money and sex and um, more things, the accumulation and buying of things and, and that job we, we always wanted and, uh, and even being known and fame, these things will satisfy us. But how many know we were made for more? We were made for more. <laughs> I love it. We were made for more. We were made for more. You know, you were made in His image. You were made in His image. So you were created to be an eternal being. Did you know that? You're an, you're an eternal being. Your, phys, your physical body, this, this, this uh, meat sack, as they, as they, as they call it, um, it will cease to be. But your spirit and your soul will live on. And death is simply a departure. And a, a departure, a transition where we leave this physical body. 
and uh, Peter calls it a tent. We're just leaving this tent. Um, and death should only be seen, it would only be a tragedy to those who think our existence is dependent on this body. But when I read the scriptures, when I read through Paul and uh, Peter and, and, you know, our life is not dependent on this physical body. It's not dependent. You are more. You are an eternal being. You are a spirit living in a body. You have a, you're a spirit, you have a soul, and you are living in a body. I believe God wants to change our minds about ourselves. And there's things that we need to understand. Um, you are a spirit being having a human experience. You are a spirit being having a human experience. Not we are temporal beings occasionally having a spiritual experience on a Sunday morning at Oasis Church. That's not the case. There are some things in the New Testament that don't make sense when we read it from earth upwards. If you see yourself as a temporal being trying to have a spiritual experience, you're going to find it hard to relate to some of the truths in God's Word. We need to, we need to understand that we are eternal beings and we live in two realms. And when we read Scripture through heaven's lens, it changes everything. So we are eternal beings, and we are, we are spirit, and we have a body. And this is not where it ends. You guys okay? Sweet. That changes everything. It changes everything. First Peter 2.11, Peter uses the words for us as um, so sojourners and pilgrims and uh, journey people. What, what, what he means is our lives here, this is not all, that, all there is. We're passing through. In Philippians 3.20, uh, Paul uses um, the phrase, and we sung it this morning, our citizenship is in heaven. Any citizens of heaven here this morning? Come on. Our citizenship is in heaven. Even right now, our citizenship is in heaven. We're just passing through in heaven is our home. And how does that change things for us? You know, I believe we get a revelation of this because it's all about revelation. It's all about revelation. When we read the word these truths become a reality and then it changes us and it changes the way we think. I believe we're not going to sweat the temporary stuff. Stuff. There's a book that says don't sweat the, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. It's uh, one of the best books I've never read. But, um, but I, I believe we shouldn't, we shouldn't sweat the temporary stuff. You know, someone says something nasty at work. That's okay, I'm just passing through anyway. Someone cuts you off in traffic. It's all right. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm just passing through here anyway. It's all good. It doesn't really mean that a whole lot's... The Hungry Jacks drive through forgot to put cheese in my Whopper. 
again. It's all good. I'm just passing through. Marari's like, come on. The email, the email that was sent to you that, uh, you know, there wasn't anything that was bad in it, but it, it was the tone. It was the, it, was the, it was the tone. It's okay. I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. This is temporary. My citizenship is in heaven. This is all part of my human experience. And I don't, I don't need to sweat this. I don't need to sweat some of these things that are coming across my journey. Tell someone right next to you and around you, I'm, pa- I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. Tell someone else, I'm a citizen of heaven. Come on. Come on. You know, sometimes what we're bothered by uh, in life, in our experience, you know, it's an indication of how eternally minded we are. You know, some, I mean, we all get bothered by certain things, but sometimes we just need to recalibrate. And that's what, that's what we're doing this morning. We're recalibrating. It's some recalibration going on in our hearts and our minds. Amen. We don't deny the existence of challenges and, and things going on in our lives, but I believe as we become eternally minded, understanding, you know, that this is our human experience and we're passing through, I believe we can rise above these challenges. We can rise above them. I believe we just need to uh, change our minds and, and have revelation of, of who we are, that this is a finite time that we have here on earth, but we will pass on to eternity. Jesus taught us um, in Matthew 6, amazing passage, you know, not to worry about the temporal things, about what we're what we're wearing and, uh, you know, all these other things. In, because these are temporary. And, and in the same, same uh, passage, he talks about storing up treasures in heaven. The whole passage is passing through language, trying to, trying to teach us, teach us to number our days. That's what the Bible says, teaching us to consider our mist, this fog, our lives. That's passing through language that, that, that he's... Um, that Jesus is, is teaching us. I've got three, three, uh, three words here, three Ps. And uh, I've never done a, a, a sermon with three Ps. Uh, I think a lot, of, a lot of preachers have done the, the three Ps. So I thought, hey, this would be good this morning to do three Ps. And uh, th- these are going to help us consider, consider our mist, our short time here. So you guys okay? Number one, purpose. Purpose. You have a purpose. When you met Jesus, he gives you purpose. We, well, we find our purpose. We discover our purpose. And our purpose must, that we discover, must be linked to our eternal existence, his kingdom, God's kingdom. And I'm not talking about our calling because we're all called to do different things. You know, you might be called to raise kids. You might be called to be a pastor. You might be called to, you know... Um, you know, be do this or do that. That's our calling. But our purpose, our purpose is to partner with heaven. And it's something greater than this temporal existence. It's larger than us. And, and uh, get, getting educated, securing a good career, falling in love, getting married, 
Having children, paying off your mortgage and retiring to live off your savings are not the purpose of your life. This is not your purpose. These are all just descriptions of our human experience, what we do here as humans. But we are called to live for something greater. And our purpose must be linked to an eternal existence. And I, I just thought I'd add this in here. And I thought this is a cool, this is really cool. Um, and I thought this, yeah, that, that sounds like purpose. So I thought, I thought I'd throw, throw it in here. The Westminster Catechism uh, says, Man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Yeah, I thought that was, I just love that. What's my purpose? I'm just, I'm just here to glorify God and enjoy Him. I'm, I'm, I'm a recipient of His grace. I'm here to just live for Jesus and, and receive what He has for me and, then, and let that flow out in life. My purpose, that's my purpose. Preparation, my next P. You are in preparation we need to understand we are in preparation for eternity. That's what this, this part here, this part here is. It's preparation. And once we understand that, it changes everything. It's like what, what um, those verses says. We're, we're, we're passing through and we're in preparation. When this ends, our season here, our, our mist ends here. This is not the end. There is more after this. And I wish we could um, go into that this morning. It's, there is more. God is saving so much more for us. So much more. So, like, this, this life is amazing. God's got so much uh, good things for us. We heard about the goodness of God in the huddle this morning from Laura. God is good, so we can expect good things in our life. We can enjoy good things in our lives. But... Hey, we've got to remember that we are in preparation. That's part of your purpose, to prepare. God is working inside of you to prepare you. He wants to grow you. Uh, I love that phrase, training for reigning. God is, is training you. We are in training here on earth. How do I prepare? If I'm in prepare, preparation, how do I prepare? You know, we, we lean into his word and we, we, we receive from his word. His word is eternal. His word is eternal. It, and so we, we receive from his word and we understand ourselves when we lean into his, to his word. We understand our purpose. We lean into God's spirit. God's spirit is eternal. We need to. We need to. Uh, that's why we need to uh, lean into something bigger than ourselves. God, he's, God's spirit. His influence us, his influence always directs us to eternal truths. Always. And how do we prepare? We we engage in this conversation with with our creator. We engage in this in this, this conversation through through prayer. And some people like to call it contemplation. We engage in this and this prepares us. It prepares our hearts. All right, my last P is perspective. Perspective. We need to live life with forever in mind. We need to live life with eternal 
perspective. That's what I'm talking about this morning. This is what, what, it's, what I'm, the whole, whole thing today is that's, that's what I'm sharing on. We need to, when we live out our human experience with a, awareness of our eternal destiny, you know, when we have that awareness, when we move through life with that, it actually is liberating. It actually is empowering to, to know that, hey, this is not all there is, so I don't need to sweat the temporary stuff. It's liberating. It is so liberating. And, and we, need to, we need to keep reminding ourselves every day of this truth. This awareness of the eternal rescues us from small-minded thinking and a self-absorbed life that's all about me. That, um, that because when we think it's, it's all about me, and this is all I have, and this is all there's going to be, we start grabbing onto things. We start clutching onto things. We start thinking, I've, I've got to have that, because this is all there is. The temporary is all there is, so I need this now. But, you know, when we shift to an eternal perspective, things change. You know, many of the first and second century Christians, you know, the ones we read in here and, uh, you know, for the first hundred years and, and, and after and so centuries later, they had an eternal perspective. They had an eternal perspective. You know, they were, they were martyred. They were, you know, uh, slaughtered for their faith. They needed an eternal perspective. I believe here in our Western um, society, it's, I believe we've, we've, we've kind of, it's, things have changed and we look at, we look at our lives as, as a temporary existence. I believe God wants to, and His Spirit, we're going to sing in a moment, God wants to shift our, our hearts and our minds to look, the Bible says, to fix our eyes on that which is unseen to fix our eyes on, on what's unseen. I think if, if we met Paul and Peter today, if, if they came into, into our church and a lot of other churches, probably most churches, you know what, I actually think they'd, be too, they'd have too much of an eternal perspective and, and we'd be like, I honestly think that. I think... I think uh, even even I would probably be like, man, this 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 guy's a bit it's a bit too much, eh? <laughs> He's a bit too much, this 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 dude. If don't you reckon? I I really reckon. I believe God wants to do a work in our heart. He wants to do a work in our heart. He wants to come us to come back to this this perspective that we see in the word, that this is not all there is, that this is just a tent, that we're preparing for eternity, that there's more in store. That, um, that our eternal existence is, is a greater reality than the temporary things in our lives. And God wants us to enjoy life to the fullest. He wants us to enjoy. He wants us to enjoy a good glass of wine. He wants us to enjoy our holiday. He wants us to enjoy, you know, uh, time with our family and friends. He wants us to enjoy all this. There's so much good things for us in this life, but He also wants us to to put it in perspective, an eternal perspective, 
that we hold things on a scale. Hey, there's some things that are really important. There's a things, there's a things that are super important. The only thing that will re- remain in eternity is what you do here on earth that has eternal consequence. And that's the, that's the perspective that we need. Hey, the only things that will remain is the lives impacted here on earth. The only things that will remain is the seeds that I've sown for the kingdom. The only thing that will remain is my connection with Jesus. The only thing that's going to remain is the things that I've, I've the, the things that I've done for Jesus, the good works that He laid before time even began, the things that I've done for Him. These are things that are going to remain. I think we need that perspective. I think we need to shift into that perspective. Eternal life. It all comes from receiving this eternal life from Jesus. And what is eternal life? John 17, 3. It lets us know in this passage. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. This is eternal life. When we meet the one who holds time, when we meet the Redeemer of our souls, when we meet the one who is the Alpha and the Omega, when we meet the one who is God yet man, when we meet the lover of our souls, the one who died and he rose again for us,